here's your host. Welcome to the Live, Laugh and Eat show. My name is Benedine Otto. I'm a certified transformational nutrition coach, an EFT practitioner, and I'm also the managing editor of a magazine called the Live, Laugh and Eat magazine. The Live, Love and Eat podcast is all about health and wellness. We interview health experts who have all overcome their own personal life and health challenges. Learn all about health, fitness, nutrition, spirituality, wellness and so much more. This podcast will change the way you live, love and eat. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Live, Laugh and Eat show. Now, our special guest today is Camille Martin. She's a registered dietitian, a health blogger and senior technical editor for the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. She's also a former chronic dieter who wasted nearly 25 years of her life on a diet. When she finally quit dieting and started setting and achieving more meaningful goals, she lost weight without trying. She also made powerful connections between women's obsession to lose weight and the cultural conditioning that keeps them locked in a prison of silence, shame and limitation. Now in a book, Love to Lose, Love Your Life and Watch the Weight Loss Itself, she uses what she learned on her own weight loss journey to help other women stop wasting their lives on a diet, embrace everything about themselves, achieve what they're truly capable of, and lose weight in the process. She received a Bachelor of Arts in English from the University of Georgia and a Bachelor of Science in Nutrition from Georgia State University. She's a vegetarian, a marathon runner, and an avid reader who loves to travel. She lives in Charlotte, North Carolina, with her two daughters and their rescue dogs. Welcome, Camille. It's so nice to have you here today. Thank you, Bernadine. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. So before we get into the juicy stuff, um, can you tell our listeners, how did you get started in your career? You know, a little bit about your story, because as you know, we all have a story. Yes, we do. Well, I, I became a dietitian totally by accident. And that was through my own journey of, um, as you said, trying and failing to diet off the same 10 pounds for almost 25 years of my life. So I started dieting when I was 12 years old, very, very young. Um, I was constantly getting the messages that um, most girls get even today, but that was back in the 80s, but um, that, you know, I needed to be thin, I needed to be pretty, I needed to be quiet, and basically look good above all else. I got the message very, very strongly that what I looked like mattered more than anything. Um, so I worked really, really hard to keep myself in shape and to um, I was always fluctuating back and forth, uh, 10 pounds heavier, 10 pounds lighter after dieting. Um, and that was because I was eating emotionally and I didn't recognize that until years later, but I trained myself to eat, to make myself feel better from that age, from 12 years old on. And the, I got trapped in a cycle of eating to make myself feel better, gaining the weight, and then being desperate to lose it and trying to diet the weight off. 
and no diet I ever did worked. Um, and then I was taking diet pills. I was over exercising, um, trying not to eat. And then eventually, um, I became bulimic. So that it felt like that was my only option at one point, which was in college when, you know, you had no structure of your family and school, like your traditional home life to keep you kind of in check. So it was a very painful experience. And then when I graduated college and lived alone in Atlanta, Georgia for my first job, um, yeah, I was doing all of the same crazy stuff. And I just was, it was mentally so draining and emotionally draining. And I just decided one day after like having basically a breakdown, I just said, I can't do this anymore. I cannot continue to spend one more day or one more moment totally obsessed with what I'm going to eat, what I'm going to try not to eat, how many calories did I have, how many fat grams, you know, did I do a five mile run? And if I didn't, I felt like a, a loser and I just couldn't take it anymore. So I decided one day I was going to quit. I was going to quit dieting. I was going to quit being so hard on myself and just wake up tomorrow and just be. And I was actually really afraid that what was going to happen is I was going to gain a ton of weight if I allowed myself to eat, if I felt hungry, but the opposite happened. So whereas before I would sit down on the couch and, and eat and eat and eat, and then, you know, have this total zone out and feel guilty and ashamed afterward, when I allowed myself to eat, and even if it was in an unhealthy pattern, the resistance that I had felt previously was gone. So I was, it wasn't interesting anymore to, I didn't need to shove anything down because I was just being peaceful. So long story short, on that part of that journey, I decided to educate myself about nutrition. And so I would look it up online if I had a question and I got really excited about it. I decided to take a class after work at the university in Atlanta and I kept going and I became a dietitian. So it wasn't planned. And um, basically to bring it full circle, my mission is to help women get out of that destructive cycle and um, and just break free of it and, and be released from it because it's it's destructive and it will literally kill you uh, mentally and emotionally. Yes, I, I love your story. And, you know, I think that... Um, the word diet. I don't like the word diet. Um, no, you know, it's it's um it's like a vicious circle. You know, you. I mean, I was there as well. You know, you go on a diet on Monday, you start. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, by Wednesday, you're like, okay, no, I I can't do this diet. It's too much. Or you're going two weeks, and it's just tiring. It just makes you tired. Yes. You know. Yeah. Um, and then you feel afterwards, you just feel like a failure, you know, like you failed yourself. Um, how, how do you, you know, with your clients, how do you get out of that? I mean, you, you, you told your story now, but if there's somebody coming to you and, and she says, I am just so tired, I'm, I, I'm just keeping on dieting and dieting, then I get off the roller coaster. I pick up the weight again and then I go back again. And then I, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah. How yeah. do you, you know, uh, how do you help a, a, a woman like that? 
Well, the first thing I, I tell people two very, very important things. Um, number one, if you want to change anything in your life, you have to let go of shame. Because if you feel ashamed of your eating or feeling out of control, you're you're never going to move forward until you can say, listen, I understand if you're eating emotionally and you feel incapable of changing your the way that you're eating, um, it chances are that you trained yourself to eat emotionally and there's no shame in that. You can you just have to step back and say, it's not me. It's it's training and I can unlearn that. But the second thing I tell people is that. I know you feel like a failure after dieting over and over again, and it doesn't work, but you are not the failure. So the thing about diets is that it's not like a few of them work and then a few of them really don't work. None of them work long-term. And there are reasons for that. It's not because South beach is good and Atkins is bad. And, you know, all of this stuff like eat right for your blood type and all of these things they all look different on the surface, but underneath they're the same. They have the same structure and the way they're structured is why they don't work. But the problem is, is that when you're dieting on so many different diets and they all look so different, you feel like it's you because you're the common denominator, you know, like I didn't have enough willpower or I just can't stop eating and I'm out of control. And that just, that sense of failure and shame makes you more desperate to find the next diet. So it's so easy to be lured into that. But, you know, lots of diets, and I hate that word too, and I really hate it that they call us registered dietitians. I wish it was, you know, registered nutritionists because it is about nutrition. Um, but there are lots of things about certain diets that are they're not bad i mean like it's not bad to do the whole 30 and like eat whole foods and you know that's a great focus but it's the mindset that you take on when you're dieting which is why it doesn't work and then you feel like the failure so i tell people let go of the shame it's not your fault you can take control and take responsibility but stop blaming yourself for failure and number two Diets don't work. They just don't. So yeah, if you quit dieting, if you decide to accept yourself and love yourself right where you are right now, it's hard to do. But if you do that and then you say, I'm going to quit doing all of this crazy stuff, you're, you are 50% done. You have already like taken leaps and bounds toward the finish line. Yeah. I, I, you know, I want to go back to mindset, mindset, I feel is so so important you know if you uh if you want to lose weight you know um you know I always think or I always tell my clients that you know you can go to the gym for two hours every day and you can you know you can like eat you know great um but if your mindset is not ready you know if you're not working in your inner self, you know, all in yes. here, you look, you will see a change. You will see some weight loss. You will see some, but it doesn't last so long because you're going back to that dark place. If I can say that, uh -huh. you know, you are start all over again, you know? Yeah. And I also think that, the you know the the media you know you go on Instagram um, 
you go on social media and you see these women um, and they doing this diet and they're like, perfect. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's mean, awful. Yeah. I have to look <laughs> like that. I have to do that, you know. Um, so, yeah, I, I really think, you know, mindset is really like, you know, working what's in here um, yes. you know, and take it from there. Well, you're right, Bernadine. And the, the thing about your mindset and, you know, your thoughts and how you feel on the inside, whatever you're feeling on the inside will ultimately show up on the outside. So weight is a symptom of what's going on inside. But so the problem is people are connecting the weight just with the food, but it's the reason why you're choosing the foods you choose and you're eating the foods the way you do is because of how you're feeling on the inside and the thoughts that you think. And there's also a time delay. So like people get so frustrated. It's like you can't connect that your weight is showing up from what's going on inside of here because it could have been, you know, three weeks ago, you had an awful experience and you were binge eating potato chips and then you had your workout and whatever, but then it's showing up, you know, like it takes time. So people sometimes don't connect those dots, but you have to change not just your thoughts, but like your belief system, like really your belief about who you really are. That's where it starts because who you believe yourself to be. And we all are shortchanging ourselves, no matter how confident you really are, you still have no clue about the potential power that you possess. But in the realm of women and dieting and failing, I mean, we haven't even not just scratched the surface of what we're capable of, but we believe that we're not capable of much at all because we've been failing for so long, but identity shifts. It was well, so basically what you're saying, and I'm agreeing with you is that you've got to do a lot of inner work and nobody wants to do inner work. It's boring. It's like, uh, you know, I don't want to journal. I don't want to meditate. I just want to lose these 10 pounds and I want to move on with my life, but that doesn't ever happen. You don't move on because you go back to the same habits and patterns that you had before the diet. And then it just keeps starting all over again. One of my favorite quotes is a year from now, you you'll wish that you had started today. So like, just make a decision today. Like I'm committed to taking baby steps over the long haul instead of, I mean, you can stay here in the same cycle, you know, and next year wake up and you're, you hadn't made any progress. So like, just embrace it that it's baby steps and you're a work in progress and you're, you're a person, you're a human being, you're going to make mistakes. It's not that you have no willpower and you're a loser and a, and a failure at life. You're give yourself a break. We need to all do that, especially women. Oh. I agree with you. And, and, you know, um, I think most women are so hard on themselves. You know, if you are going to, change you know not change but work you know on what's going inside here and you know and and you work on mindset and you work on all those aspects self-care self-love um self-beliefs and everything comes together you will see such a transformation in your body overall you know it's amazing even outside inside as well you know yeah Um, and then that'll show up and then you know give it a month or two and it you'll start seeing changes and the more you change how you see things and you feel 
it's easier to make the right choices health-wise when you're getting in touch with who you really are and just being nice to yourself. That was what switched it for me was all that resistance of, I've got to, you know, run five miles. I got to do a dead sprint. I'm not going to eat all day. And, you know, all of this just resistance and this pressure when you let it go. And another, uh, just as a side note, another way women really hold themselves back literally is sucking in their stomach and, and holding it in and like trying to, you know, stand so that your arms don't, you know, you're just like contorting your body into all of these unnatural positions. And so you're literally holding on to the weight by doing that. So practice that. That's a good way to learn how to, it's hard to even just stand in my bathroom sometimes and just, you know, I've trained myself to suck my stomach in for so long that it's like, it's almost hard, but you just have to notice, be aware. That's just one good tip, I think. Yeah. Now I want to circle back to, because I also think that self-love is so like, you know, nobody talks about self-love, you know, how do how does a person get to self-love by getting to loving myself because you know we have listeners and i will sit there and i'll say okay it sounds all like you know i can do that but how do you how do a person get there you know what's the step you have to take to to get to self-love because you know most women yeah. are, i don't love myself i don't like what i'm seeing you know i don't even look at yeah. myself in the mirror but how do you get that person to to love themselves that is such a good question and i'm the type of person i'm a type a like i want to know what i need to do and i want to check off the list and then get to self-love so i'm very much of a let's get tactics Um, because it sounds so like you just need to love yourself more. We all know we need to love ourselves more, but it's, it's literally, it's not impossible, but it feels next to impossible when every time you turn around, like you said, you get on social media and there's a, you know, a girl that has a, you know, you know, she's probably like 18 and she has the perfect body and she's got her green juice and we all feel like crap about ourselves looking at her. Um, but yeah, to me, there are steps you can take, but the most important thing I think about taking steps to get to self-love is to start from a place of, it's all about resistance. Start from a place of just letting go and allowing, like in everything you do all day long, like check yourself. Like, am I racing around the house? I got to do this. I got to do this. And it's like, you're coming from a place there of like, you're, we have to get stuff done. It's like, you can't just not do your, what you got to do, but it's like, slow down. Like that's an example. Or like I said, in your bathroom, getting dressed, like you said, a good one, looking in the mirror, like I still cannot go shopping and try on clothes and look in the mirror. I won't do it. I can't, I'm just not going to. (laughs) So that's not, that's not a self-love attitude, but maybe it's an act of self-love that I actually don't look, but, um, because then that would make maybe me feel awful. Maybe are different, you know, from a maybe job. They could, like, maybe. maybe they could change the light, for God's yeah. sake, or something. But um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like little stuff like that. Like, don't suck in your stomach all day. Like, just tr- practice being aware. Like, how am I really treating myself badly right now? And then there are active steps you can take. Like, you can 
go outside for five minutes a day, you know, just go sit outside in nature. Don't take your phone, just be peaceful. Um, In fact, on Monday, I went to the mall to return a pair of jeans for my daughter. And I was so aware of like how I was just like on a mission, like blasting through the mall just to get to that store. And it's like, you know what? You have an extra half hour. Why don't you just get a coffee and sit down and just stop it and like relax? And I did. And you know what? It changed my whole my whole day. So it's little acts like that. Just be aware of how hard you are on yourself and in whatever way works for you, tweak it a little bit, walk outside, play some music, light a candle, just something. It doesn't matter how small. Yeah. Yeah, I also think self-care goes in there as well. <laughs> because oh, yeah. self-care, you know, I think us as women, we tend to not uh, look after ourselves, you know, practice self-care. Um, you know, sometimes when I tell my clients, practice self, do you practice self-care? My clients will say, no. No. Know, it's selfish to practice self-care. Um, it's not. It's not no. selfish to practice self-care. You know, you have to sometimes just think about yourself as well you know um sometimes you have to be selfish to be to become unselfish you know that's what that's the quote yeah. of my clients because you that's good. have to think about yourself as well you know um when you can't it's selfish i think to rob other people around you your family members if you don't practice self-care you're giving them the worst version of yourself yeah. you know yeah. it's a gift to them too yeah but- so, I want to talk about, I'm so excited about your book. Love to oh, thank you. Love your life and watch the way it love itself. Can you tell us a little bit about your book? Yes, definitely. Well, so about the whole story I told about my experience, it's what I learned on that journey. So it's really, the whole book is a shortcut to get, you know, like, so you don't have to keep doing what I did. So how I ended up losing those last 10 pounds um, or the same 10 pounds that I've been trying to lose for so long was that when I let go of the resistance Mm -hmm. and I started that changed my thoughts, those thoughts started changing what I was doing and what I was doing was also then changing my thoughts. So if you consciously, instead of like by accident, like what I did, um, methodically work on changing your thoughts and your habits at the same time, you get exponential results. So I show in the book, I teach exactly how to spot the thoughts, you know, manipulate them, work them into something better, and also take habits that you want to change, start with one, and then basically tweak it, like come up with 10 changes that you could make to this one habit. And then I get people to start with the easiest one and then add a little more. So it's really about turning a bad habit into a good habit, not replacing a bad habit with a good one. That's what we try to do is say, well, I'm going to quit doing this. I'm going to quit eating a cheeseburger and fries and I'm going to eat a salad instead. It doesn't work. So (laughs) yeah, if you gradually modify a bad habit, it will eventually start turning into a good one. But the most important thing about my book um, is that for me is what I want to share is that women are so brainwashed to focus exclusively almost on their looks that they are 
by default, ignoring their full potential. They're not even going coming anywhere close to it. They're not setting goals that have nothing to do with what they look like. A large part of our energy is focused on what do we look like? What, you know, how can I lose weight? How can I look younger? So I teach people how to set a big goal that has nothing to do with what you look like and to achieve it. And so to do that, I get people to reconnect with like, what was your dream growing up when you were a little girl? Like when you were like, oh, I want to be this. I want to be that. It's not that you need to go out and go become that like an astronaut right now, but like you can pick that dream back up Mm -hmm. and like, it's so nourishing to your soul to even allow yourself to pick it back up. And then just say like, what's one small thing I could do to, to get back into that aspect of my dream? Like, you know, I wanted to be an interpreter at the UN and then, you know, that dream just got trampled on by so many people, but then, you know, pick back up your French book and go sit outside and read that kind of a thing. But so it's about changing thoughts and habits to actively lose weight. And then it's also about setting and achieving a better goal, reconnecting with your creative side. And by doing all of that together, it gives you exponential results without all of the resistance and the pressure and no failure because there can't be failure. You're just baby stepping it. I love that. <laughs> I'm definitely going to read your book. Oh, good. Yeah, it was such a pleasure to have you today on the show. Um, you are doing amazing work out there. Um, and we are going to, you know, uh, um, feature your book in the Love, Love and Eat magazine. So you. you are a reader out there. Um Look out for the book in the Love, Love and Eat magazine and read all about, you know, what's what the book's all about and where you can order the book. Um, I will also um, link all the details down this podcast for you if you want to um, connect with Camille and, you know, yeah, we'll take it from there. <laughs> Bernadine, thank you so much for having me on. I love what you're doing too. And I think it's so important for women to put ourselves out there and share with other women and inspire them too, so that they know they're not alone and that they can, you can do anything that you put your mind to and you can become anyone that you want to be. So thank you for having me. I loved our chat. And keep your light shining. You too. Thank you. Thank you. This is your host, Benedine Otto. Thank you for listening. If you love this show, please go and subscribe so that you don't miss another episode.